Can I go home now? Oh, we weren't Welcome recording? Back. God damn it. <laughs> oh, man. We had so many good off-podcast conversations. So that's our episode. Thank you so yes. much for tuning in. And as always... Uh, the Can I Go Home Now podcast is brought to you by John and then either Lucas or Jamie and then Ruby filling in as Lucas or Jamie. So right now we have John, Lucas, and Ruby, Jamie. Today we're not doing an episode because the podcast was in us the whole time. Isn't that right, guys? You know, sometimes I think about like old quotes like that mm-hmm. and I think, uh, I don't think the people who thought of the quotes were really that smart. I think they just kind of got lucky. I think they got lucky mm-hmm. with with what they were saying. It's like IQ goes up, not because of the size of our brains is getting bigger, but because of collective knowledge. So people back then were as stupid as us, but they didn't have the same. They didn't know what was hack yet. One of my favorite <laughs> quotes. <laughs> That's a good point. Is a, a Galileo quote. He said, "The Earth is a flat square." <laughs> it's, a, it's not a flat square. It's Earth. Something is. Time is a flat circle. What's oh. that? What is that? Time's relative. <laughs> Einstein. <laughs> Wait, Any both, other quotes that you So both by? of those are wrong? <laughs> well, time is a flat circle, yeah. Oh, maybe that's a separate thing. And Earth is a flat square. According to Galileo, of course, <laughs> later proven wrong, Earth is a sphere. My favorite quote Alleged. is from Christopher Columbus, and he said, Oh, wow, look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Why are they on my land? Christopher Columbus. Holy shit, America. (laughs) Holy shit. Oh my God, it's India. (laughs) Holy crap, we made it to the shores of India. (laughs) Um, Christopher Columbus. (laughs) I'm drunk and I have smallpox. (laughs) Can't wait to share. (laughs) Um, Today we have Ruby on the podcast. Uh, Ruby, thanks for joining us. Anytime I live here. Yeah. To be honest, it kind of feels like I'm joining us because I haven't done the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Lucas, thanks for being with us again. Um, we were were we going to talk about it, the Armageddon? Did you want to do that? Yes, today, John. I was thinking it, at some point I would like to discuss the apocalypse because I've been thinking about it because um, of the show that I watched, and also I played The Last of Us for the first time, and I was thinking it would be interesting to hear how Lucas feels about it, and when I asked him in the living room, he said, I don't really think about it, and that's exactly the type of answer that I was interested in getting that's from the answer, Lucas. That's the answer of someone with, like, of someone with a lot of bunkers. money. Yeah, yeah, do you have bunkers? Yeah. No, I think this is a poor fascination, the apocalypse. I really do. I am down to die. knowing that i lived as a king (laughs) i really don't need to live through an apocalypse i i think the poor think that rich people have a stronger desire to live than they do and i go i don't think any of us care to live all that much i feel like but that's the whole thing is you guys preserve yourselves so well and you take care of your bodies and you get to go to the doctor all the time it's out of boredom it's not out of a will the doctor every day (laughs) (laughs) Rich people go to the doctor six times a day every day. I yeah, but it's not out of a will to live. It's just out of boredom. I think it's like if you're around, you might as well look fabulous. But I'd I'd rather. I think it's more like. So you're saying going to the doctor? Suicidal rich person. (laughs) (laughs) But you're saying rich people like when they go to the doctor, it's usually out of boredom. I mean, I just think if everything like, else, because that's all the fucking doctors I have, I don't even need them. <laughs> kind of. I mean, if you don't have to worry about eating or paying your bills, you get to worry about your health. 
If you have to worry about paying your bills, you don't really think about your health. Use the stethoscope on me. That tickles. <laughs> Ooh, it's cold. <laughs> I feel something for the first What's time today. What's inside of my body? Is it perfect? <laughs> Is it perfect can I do just the, like me? Can I do the thing to see the baby, but on my tummy? <laughs> Rich people don't know how ultrasounds work. <laughs> yeah. Is that the riff, John? Doctor, dance for me. I don't. What, you do, fool. what do you guys think of the apocalypse? I think that it's like scary and like the most prevalent subject matter of our whole entire existence and generation, and it looms over us and it informs everything we do in a small way because it's so gonna happen. You think it's going to happen? Uh, no, I mean, I mean, apocalypse, maybe we should define what we mean. Do you what mean I mean by change? that is, No, I mean, well, kind of. I think that's part of it. But I mean the, like, like societal collapse. Um, you think that's going to happen in our lifetime? Absolutely. I think closer <laughs> just, to... You legitimately believe that societal collapse will happen in our lifetime? That's crazy to me that you think that's ridiculous. Yeah. I just totally do. Here's what I think. I think that an apocalypse, like, a civil war is way closer than an apocalypse, but a civil war is not close at all. Because everyone's too lazy to no, fight. not a civil war. Maybe some messy version of a civil war, but nothing organized. I mean, if it, it'll be shit like like January 6th, which isn't even real. But but Lucas, to mm -hmm. your point that you think that's ridiculous, I think mm -hmm. that's also... Does it make you uncomfortable if I speak in terms of class? Because I... Well, I'm a higher class than you. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, it does make... So yeah, please don't it speak up. It already makes me... <laughs> it already speak down. You can only speak down to John. <laughs> well, but I think you, no one's allowed to speak up in class. Ruby, he will be uncomfortable when you talk about class, but only be because he's uncomfortable you're talking. <laughs> I'm comfortable that you have a microphone. I didn't yeah. realize the poor get a voice all of a sudden. No, go ahead. I think it's interesting that... I mean, who knows if it's related? Because, I mean, it is also political of, like, what you think of if the world's going to end or not. Mm -hmm. But I think it's interesting that you, Lucas, a rich person, is like, no, I don't even think there's a possibility that that's going to happen in our Correct. lifetime. Because I think that that's about, like, you have a history of being comfortable and taken care of in yes. your life. Whereas if, if you were poor in your life, you know, something would happen. Something may be small and it could trickle into like a whole catastrophe and yes. you don't know where you're sleeping and you don't know where you're next. Correct. You know what I mean? So that like, um, uh, comfort that everything's going to be okay and you're going to be taken care of being so ingrained into how you think, I think maybe informs your feelings about how things are going to go. Specifically and the apocalypse. Like you get to be an optimist optimist That's fuck if i had pronounced that right it would have been a cool i would have really made a full point <laughs> 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 i really would have been speaking on behalf the end of my of people a, a really well worded eloquent point just messing up your words it's slightly cra it's crazy it, being so so smart so stupid it, it really it really just calls into question everything you say <laughs> <laughs> there's no validity to anything because you of your get last to word. be an opticist ah you get to be optimum prime <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no i think you're right yeah but i don't yeah i mean i think um maybe just so wildly speculate no i mean i think uh certainly i don't question the stability of society which i feel like covid for me like and i think for a lot of people i'm curious to hear what you think about all this john but like covid showed us that all of these structures that we thought were constants can go away really quickly and that uh, kind of also but what me. went away like just like the the like i would argue normal things went away but i would argue that covid was almost proof that 
society won't collapse because it was an opportunity for society to collapse. And instead, society generally adapted. There was like a little bit of political strife. Totally. And then we came back to normal. Yeah, I'm not saying that the disarray and chaos of COVID is evidence that we can't handle things and that we'll collapse. I'm, I'm saying that for me, it, it was a reminder that it's really easy to take everything that we regard as normal for granted and that it can go away and that there are certain forces that are beyond our control and that it's really easy to walk around, around thinking that you're immortal, you know what I mean? Cause of our monkey brains, but if, but we're not, and well, we're definitely not immortal, but I don't know. COVID taught me that Shit's I think more delicate than I previously regarded. Cause before. COVID taught me the opposite. This is so interesting. It taught me that we're more resilient than we might think because something insane happened and we were incredibly resilient and video game stocks went up a bunch during <laughs> But I think everything... That's so funny because that's obviously true. <laughs> yeah, no, that's obviously... Well, we, yeah, COVID, Where... as many died, my family got a lot richer in COVID. Sure. <clears throat> yeah. Which is like, but that's what I'm saying, is I don't think it's a societal collapse. I think it's, I think it's class oriented. Like the yeah. poor will always be fucked over. Yeah. And I think the rich will always do well, unless there's like a wholesale revolution to eat the rich. You don't think that'll get going? If it does, just take me out quick. Okay. You know? All right, we will. Yeah. It's coming. I mean, it's two versus one right now, but I feel like I can take you. Two. You definitely Probably could take you both of us. You would hate yeah. us against each other. That's so funny. Me, me locked in the bathroom calling my dad. Dad, John and Ruby are outside and they're trying to eat me. <laughs> Ruby, what is that? <laughs> helicopter outside. Oh, I thought that was me sniffing for Lucas like a yeah, truffle I thought, that, I thought that was Ruby on the ceiling crawling around like a cockroach. <laughs> um... I'm not worried about the apocalypse. I'm not so worried okay, about it either. Because, but that's not saying I don't that's think true? there's going to be one. Oh. It's just, I think it'd be, I've watched a lot of zombie movies growing up. I always think it'd be fun for something like that to happen. Um, I could you always, go, I could always, a rich person and a kid. I could always travel <laughs> back to North Dakota and I feel like North Dakota will still be pretty much the same, you know, if everyone's dead, it's going to be like North Dakota. I mean, you know, but if it hits in New York, you're. You're caught in New York until like you can't just shimmy on over, walk on over to North. You've, have Why you, not? Because you, you hike a lot. Like, are you? Will they block off the highways? Probably. Like, there'll be like people will try to. There'll be a mass exodus. People will, you know, things will deteriorate while you're waiting it out. It'll I be think, harder to get to places than. It I ever think was. that's the hardest part of the apocalypse is getting out of New York because it's yeah. gonna start here no matter I what. I think about that. Yeah. I think about that all the time. But wait, can I ask you a question? Because to me, I'm like. The only the sad part about dying young is that everyone that you love continues on without you. But in an apocalypse situation, like if we're all dying young, that for me you, is way more c concerning. You don't like that? Way more concerning. Oh, see, I don't mind if we're all going to die. I sort of feel like with whatever. Better. See, if we're all going to die, I find that way more creepy because I think that we live on through each other and like a death of all people is way more sad and tragic. And But I think eventually that's going to happen. I mean, I don't think humans continue of forever. Of course, eventually, but, but it, it's one thing so live out our natural million year course and another if we like are the perpetrators of our own demise i think but then i think that's horrible. a natural course it's sort of a testament to the evolution of intelligence that maybe it kills itself i mean certainly i think we have the probably the most lethal amount of intelligence because we have the enough intelligence to kill ourselves with it 
but not enough intelligence to understand how to create peace. When like those aliens come to Earth yeah. that I think probably have come to Earth before yeah. that have like the you know how everyone's like if any aliens have come to Earth if they wanted to kill us they could have because yeah. they have like the technology to kill to us. Earth, yeah. So they have like wisdom beyond yeah you know they've gotten past that point where they yeah. probably have like telepathy and they know pe- right now humans are warring we're smart enough to have weapons of mass destruction but dumb enough to still be fighting over things you know what i've been thinking about with israel is like let's just <laughs> what if we move <laughs> all the this- jews <laughs> to north dakota and then north dakota becomes a real place like a tech hub sort of much like tel aviv did and then Palestinians can have that area. And I think everyone sort of wins. I don't think the U.S. would be down with like any sort of mass immigration of any type of people. I know, but, of all Jews. But, <laughs> but, they, but gosh, there's so much space in North Dakota and it's oh, really gosh. being underutilized. It really is. <laughs> no one is smart in North Dakota and that's mm. the problem. They would yeah. just stand where corn would be. What? They would just be in the place of corn. Could we put Jews where there the corn is? There's corn over there. <laughs> Whenever I see a Hasidic Jewish man, John was raised by corn. <laughs> corn, uh, um, an ar- like a a riot of corn marching with tiki torches. <laughs> Jews will not replace us. <laughs> Jews will not shock us. <laughs> shock the Jews. Shock the Jews back. <laughs> But uh, I don't Sorry, know. John, what were, you, what were saying? you saying, John? I was just gonna say, whenever I see a like an old Hasidic Jewish man. I think it feels like uh, the word corn, you know? I can't explain what that means. Just whenever you say the word corn, the same feeling I get when I say that is when I see a whole old Hasidic man. There's okay. this really pale Hasidic man yesterday. I was driving through Brooklyn. And, and you th- think he was a vampire. I was a little concerning to me. He looked at me and he waved me through an in- intersection where the light was already green. Yeah. And for a second, I felt like he had mind control. Over yeah, yeah. I was like, I know it's green, but I mean, I was, like, was I was like, I was like, I always feel like they're vampires. I was it. just like, I'm going, but I'm not going because you're telling me to go. I'm have going of my own volition. Have you ever seen them pay for anything? <laughs> No. Say big gold coins. You already talked about this on the pod. Wait, well, what? well, I'm still fucking thinking about it. Wait, what do you mean they use big gold <laughs> coins? Big gold coins. Ruby saw like one Hasidic person pay with like a big coin to like some <laughs> other person, and then Ruby was like, "Oh, they all do that." No, all they that. use American currency for sure. Yeah, and it's gold coins. It's we our don't dollar coins. Really? Like Sacagaweas? Yeah. Really? If you go to CVS, it's not like, and you do self-checkout, it's not like insert bills or coins, or if you're Hasidic, just insert a big log coin, like a big, like no one does that. (laughs) They pay with... This is coin. this is not the dynamic I expected to arise where Ruby's saying something <laughs> veiled and anti-Semitic and John is defending the <laughs> humanity like, of Hasidic Jews. You take Jews. that back. Can I just say real quick before we get too off topic, I thought it'd be really funny if, too late. if Hasidic people, whenever they have a job, they they still dress the exact same, but like one piece of clothing is like a because you were saying he was like directing traffic, and it was funny to think about Hasidic like cross guard, <laughs> and they're just wearing the vest, or like a Hasidic <laughs> air traffic controller, <laughs> a Hasidic cop, but he just has the sheriff hat like on top of his hat, <laughs> um, like the constable hat or the sheriff hat, because I picture a sheriff hat is like a cowboy hat. No, what's like the, just like the police cap? Yeah, 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 yeah. A constable hat. <laughs> Say it. The constable hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lucas was talking about aliens arriving. I, I don't really believe in any. I don't believe they've ever been here. 
Really? Maybe not. Yeah. But I think when people I mean talk maybe about like way like millions of years ago and like and we're we might I think if anything like things we already know about might technically be aliens. Well, there is crashed. a theory that like loops we're back aliens. into what we were talking about what what Lucas is talking about which is that when intelligence gets to a certain point it destroys itself so that and the fact that we haven't encountered aliens is a little bit proof of that in that if there were ever aliens around that were as intelligence as as us they destroyed themselves in a similar manner i don't think we have proof of either but we know it's all theories but i i think when i think about aliens and like ai and all this stuff that is like like people are regarding it as like this is world changing this like separate entity is going to come it's going to destroy us i think of that as hopeful in that it's the only thing that is so beyond our imagination that it could actually have the power to preserve us and it, it like even the small percentage chance that it could instead of destroying us which is maybe more likely that brings me hope because i'm more hopeful that some sci-fi shit is going to come in and fix everything. But that's than, because than you already can. believe that society is on the brink of collapse. No, not on the brink, but but I mean, always on the brink. I mean, in our lifetime is on the brink. Oh, yeah. In our lifetime, I believe. Yeah. You think what do you think does it? Huh? What what does it? I think you? that... um. I think that is it it'll, a it's not no it's not one thing. I think it's a slow collapse of things over time. Climate change will eat away at the But we always we like find eat. a way to repair or move past things as long as it doesn't kill us. We're not going to move past climate change but we'll cause it and live with it and adjust in my opinion. That that's what I Some mean. Some people it's will like, be able to adjust but those people will be rich people and society relies on having mass amounts of poor people to operate in its current state and so if we all can't eat then we can't work and you can't wear your adidas or whatever and then we don't have society anymore <laughs> rich people wearing <laughs> i don't adidas. know that's a big <laughs> jump i mean i don't that's a big jump to no society huh that's a big jump to no society from not having adidas um i think that if there's no poor people there's no society as we know it but i know poor people i mean there's so many yeah, I think I think that <laughs> to the, go from so many to none is going to be very hard. The summers get really hot. And you can't afford to fix your AC over and over again. You know what I but mean? But if people die, the value of the dollar is going down. Wait, how did we <laughs> how did we get from broken AC to the declining value of the dollar? Because like that's we just won't be able down. to afford to fix stuff. Yeah, that's already happening. Yeah. What? The value of the dollar's declining? Yeah. yeah. Well, you mean inflation happens over time? Yes. Yeah. Yes, but that's not. I'm not. I'm not saying anything other than that. Yes, that, that's a true thing. Yeah. Right, but that's nothing new. No, I. You know what I think is going to happen? But, it, but it's, it represents a steady decline for me, and I don't think it's one thing. It's like a bunch of things. It's climate change, income inequality, all that, st- all that shit. Well, that's getting worse. All these things I agree with. I definitely think. I don't think that we can that live in per- perpetuity with all of those things. With a massive they- underclass that's growing and a perpetually richer overclass that's shrinking yes i think that that will end society as we know it in some way within our lifetime i mean i could see that ending society yeah eventually lifetime i just don't think things are moving quickly enough in the direction of armageddon for me 
<laughs> I, but it's exponential I, is the other thing. You, like, you hear small things. You hear these are shit on the news. It's warmer in the summertime. Certain things are exponential. Other well, things that's are like linear. Movie. I don't know if it's safe to say everything's exponential. No, 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 no. no but okay, I think Ruby, you're talking is. about like a movie. First off, you're not going to see anything on the TV. You don't watch TV unless it's on HBO. <laughs> Secondly... There's not going to be like, if we, I feel like if we're all going to die in an apocalypse, we're not going to be survivors. Like, we're going to go fast. Like, especially you and me in New York. Like, it's just going to be quick. There's I'm not going to be like a. I don't think money is going to be the thing. a slow decline. And also, what do you mean I only watch HBO? I watch YouTube. Ooh. That's not TV either. <laughs> <Bitch>. <laughs> That's this has been also the most, not cable. This has been I'm the most podcasty fumble. podcast. <laughs> of all time in terms of the topics like this is why people don't like podcasts because they, ter- they turn them on and and people are like society's collapsing no, no, ufos no, I think it's hopeful. here's why i <laughs> think it's is- hopeful i think there's hope in it because um because i do agree with you that i think people persist that's why i love this show because i think it takes you to this dark grim place and shows you that the human spirit or whatever. Here's my, Station, I, 11. Station 11. Here's, is the show. Here's my prediction for you, Ruby. Okay. In my in your lifetime and in my it's gonna lifetime. It's going to be mean and it's going to be about my gender. It's, Continue. <laughs> you're going to be trans and you're going to kill yourself. Oh my God, she was right. Uh, no. My prediction for your lifetime is that... Say nice things about my comedy. It is. It's actually going to be that, but don't try and influence You're going to be me. off camera doing that. Okay. <laughs> Ruby doesn't care. <laughs> like, yeah, that's fine. Uh, I think in 10 years from now, you're going to succeed as a comedian over the course of 10 years. I don't mean like you're going to be flat until 10 years from now. Exponentially, just like everything. Whatever. I don't think that's relevant. I think in that time, you're going to be rich. You're going to make money and you're going to be rich. And then by the time you're rich, Ruby... I don't think you're going to worry about a societal yeah. collapse at all. I Do think you you're going to get a na- rich. By your standards, yeah. Or your name's gonna be rich and you're a dude. You're you were always poor, right? <laughs> yeah. So what's it take well, to be rich of. by your standards? I had moments. Like a couple hundred grand a year that you're making? Yeah, I guess for me that's That's gonna, gonna be no problem for you. You'll get there no problem. Yeah, idiot. <laughs> I don't think it'll happen overnight. Yeah. But I think when it starts, it'll happen faster than you think. Ruby, baby. <clears throat> Ruby. The bright light. Lucas, here's why I don't think that can happen, is because I think that there's less and less money to be spent as more of it has to go to groceries and whatever. And that people are less in less and less are going to be buying comedy tickets to go see comedians. Well, that d- d- like is right now, the opposite the of, of everything that well, what, what suggests that, that we're at the end of a boom. I agree. We're in a boom. Yeah. But I don't think we're at the end of it. Cause I think that we're getting oversaturated and that our current method of getting people out to buy shows is going to become less and less effective. And also that people are less and less likely to go and spend things on money on things they want to do because they have to be spending money no, you on just things gotta, they have to do. You just gotta, but the economy is doing really well right now. You just people have, you. No, people have a lot of money. Though, During the generally. apocalypse, you will be able to go and do shows on the road. You just have to cater to whatever one of the sides is that's winning the Civil War, <laughs> which might be the, the Schlorks or whatever. And then yeah. you go... Shlork is, humor those, is so hack. Aren't those Bebos <laughs> so fucking stupid? And, <laughs> and then, all the Shlorks will be like, woo! Yeah. Fuck the Bebos, bro! And then you yeah. walk back to the green room and you're like, comedy's just become like Shlorks agreeing with <laughs> And it's like, you couldn't even say anything positive about Bebos. They just want to hear Shlork 
Like fuck you, this. Dude, I'm so bad with coming up with names that would be like a real. <laughs> it just sounds so alien slash Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, it's very sci-fi. It doesn't sound like a name for a human tribe on Earth. It's like a sh- Lucas ain't schlurks and But you could probably go if you wanted, really. Mm-hmm. Like if you wanted to go, because you were just in Austin, right? Mm-hmm. And I bet. Yeah, I wouldn't make you a better comedian and I think you care to be a good comedian, which is why you will be a good, you are a good comedian, but you will be hopefully always good. Yeah. But if you wanted to go to Austin and go be like the token liberal woman with a mullet and, and like go beyond kill Tony and like have a big come up, I bet you could. Yeah. And then you'd probably uh, change your mind about whether we're in a comedy boom. All, all I'm saying is if you experienced it, I think you would have that experience. Yeah, there's a cushy version of, of my life that I could uh, drift towards. I just don't think that the systems that would make that possible are steady and reliable. Nothing's reliable in that's comedy. In anything is what I'm saying. Mm, yeah. That's uh, right. People will buy GTA 6. I like I could probably rely on GTA 6 <laughs> selling at least a game. <laughs> couple, <laughs> couple copies. <laughs> I do think, I think uh, uh, one way we could definitely go out is like Chernobyl style. Oh, nuclear yeah. fusion and fission. Yeah, and then it's like, dude, the only reason we're not dead now is because somehow they stopped it from continuing to go. <laughs> yeah, dude, were you talking about Oppenheimer? Because I was watching Oppenheimer. No, I was talking about the Chernobyl docu series. Have you seen oh, that? Oh. It's called Chernobyl. <laughs> it is. <laughs> you mean the HBO show? Yeah, that's Have you not seen a docu series. Yeah. It's his- dude, isn't it good? It's historical <laughs> fiction. It's not a documentary. It's historical a docu series. No, it's not a docu series. It's a limited series. It's not a documentary at all. John it's not a documentary. It's like a based on. Yes. Yeah. Docu series. No, that's not a docu series. <laughs> Don't say that because you'll John just say the wrong thing. It's a docu series because it's from real life, but we understand. Yeah, it's historical means. fiction. I'm just fixing something that you'll get wrong in the future oh. if you don't fix it now. All right. So um, a docu series would just be uh, a documentary series, like uh, a cult series that just keeps going. A, a docu series is just a documentary with multiple episodes. Huh. You know, Lucas, I well, would like to have you as a dad. Yeah. I think you'd be a good dad. You need to f- fix the things that are Will incorrect be, while they're happening. Why would I grace over that when I could easily fix that for you, and then you'll never say that again? I think and you'd lo- be a good dad because you never have soft w- hands and you have, a, you have a good brain in you. Thank you, Ruby. I think you'd be a good mother. I don't know about that. I don't know either. It depends. <laughs> Probably how, not. I mean, I, here's what I'll say is I don't think it's like a good motherly vibe to think that society is going to collapse within our <laughs> lifetime. You well, I wouldn't to, tell my kid about okay, that. Okay, good. Let's see, that's a good mother instinct. Just, you know, you got to instill hope and, and, and calm in your I think children. I'd be a good mom if I had to be. If you live your life waiting for the apocalypse, I won't, you're I'm already not. living in apocalypse. Mm. Oh, that's a great point, John. And, yeah, I'm, and not, I don't think that I, I'm trying to not allow it to affect me. You know what it is? It's Add like it to the quotes anytime, that in 100 years they'll say. Anytime <laughs> I start worrying about if I'm ugly or if I start worrying about the world's going to end, I know that my life is going really good. Because mm. those are the two things I go to when uh, I don't have anything else to worry about. What, what are the fears of being ugly? I believe I'm very ugly, gross, unfuckable. Have those beliefs inside of me. And that makes you feel bad? And it makes me... <laughs> it, <laughs> <laughs> like that <laughs> that was the funniest <laughs> thing i believe i'm ugly and unfuckable and that makes you feel <laughs> oh. and you 
so genuine with it. <laughs> this is struggle so for you. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and how's that hard? <laughs> Just eat cake. <laughs> Have you thought about getting acne? <laughs> that could help. Um, acne does help with a lot of stuff. <laughs> with uh, rebuilding yourself. Mm. Um, knowing what it's like to be a freak. <laughs> I'm speaking from experience right now. Um, my point acne? is that those are things that are... I, I focus on things I can't control. Those it's are first o- world problems. Thing. Yeah, yeah, I see. Um, so do, I, you, do, do you not find that having a partner helps you uh, not worry about that so much? No, because I... No, it doesn't help me. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. It doesn't help me. I've always thought like Uh-oh. if I had a <laughs> if I had like love that I wouldn't care how I looked. No, it doesn't. I mean, for a while maybe it makes that stuff go away, but um it, it those those things are deeper than. I mean, it's all all your dysfunctions are not solvable by another person, especially if they mm. run as deep as to be uh, OCD or if you're ever feeling bad about your looks just go into your Instagram comments and see all the guys that want to lick your toes yeah and then click on those profiles and see the worst <laughs> if they can be confident you can be confident well I oh, I guess God. I don't know what what do you worry are the, are those are the things you're worrying about so you don't worry about your career and you don't or yeah, you I do, do. Well, this is what I'm saying. Like, these are the things I return to. These are patterns for me that seem to pop up when I have nothing else. To yeah. Worry about. Yeah. So yeah. If yeah. Things in my career are going well and things in my life are going well. Then you just worry about like, things I have you like, really I can't oscillate control. between like five, there's like five things and they replace themselves. And sometimes it's a thing I said at a party and sometimes it's bigger things like the end of the world. I only worry about feeling emotionally empty not having love and being alienated from everyone I care about. Mm. But besides that, I worry about nothing. In in what sense? Because of differences? (laughs) Um, Alienated from people I care about. That's come a lot from like the deeper you go into comedy and you know, it's like, I feel like I still in my life spend a lot of time with like rich New York people. And now I have almost nothing in common with them. And like mm-hmm. comedy comes up and it's just like the same fucking 20 questions again and again. Like you ever get heckled? Are you sober when you go up there? You go up every day. Oh my I God. Think. What's it like touring? Blah, blah, blah. And then I have no love and I spend a lot of time alone. I live alone and I tour sometimes alone. And that makes me very lonely. But that's, that's my only concern in the world. Really? Mm-hmm. I wonder if I had love, what I would be worried about. You could, Probably my career again. That's the thing is like, I mean, the, if you're a person who, I mean, everybody worries. It's part of our natural evolution. It's why we've like made it this long. Um, but there are certain like practices and, and like mindfulness is cool in Buddhism because it is tools for no matter where you're at in your life. If you're rich and everything's fine or if you're poor and everything's falling apart, um, you can accept reality on reality's terms and understand that probably your whole life you'll have things you'll be worrying about Mm -hmm. do you think if you gave a guy enough money and you said your job is to make sure i feel love inside and (laughs) whatever you have to do either plant someone in a crowd that talks to me or you know like have someone send me texts do you think there is someone that could do that can you repeat the question if you gave someone enough money and just said I want you to make sure I always feel love inside of me. 
I don't think John- <laughs> I don't think always John, is going to be possible. Just- <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But but I will say 50% this. 50% of the time. So there is a service um so dude, I, I knew it. I I know I dude, I knew it. I learned, There's always a service. I learned about this um recently, but like so I guess re- the bougiest dating app that I thought I knew of was just Raya. Yeah. Cuz you have to pay like $100 a year. And um, don't you have to be like famous or something? Yeah, you have to have. Fo- I mean, I'm on it. You just have to have followers. Oh. You could be on it, John. I don't know. <laughs> John's John's good on Twitter. Give your TikTok and your Twitter. Yeah, you might you might be okay. Sweet, I can get on the dating app. I get it, John. You're <laughs> in love. We all get it. Rub it in my face, John. I have all the money in the world, and you yeah, have love. Yeah, I did have all the money in the world, and I spent it on a guy who made me feel love all the time. <laughs> Together, you and I could be Is happy. The guy <laughs> you have love. And Together, I have you money. and I could actually be like a really down to earth, fun, happy person. Yes. If we could take our combination, because you believe in conspiracy theories and I so strongly reject them, that would even out. And then (laughs) you have no money, but I have all the money and you have all the love and I have none of it. John and I should merge. We should merge, John. We just fuck. Jamie and Lucas would all be a lot happier if you lived in like a lady commune and like massaged each other and made each other baked goods. And uh, a lady commune is that. Like, like there are I other ladies there. Or we're... Has come into because men need an excuse to hang out with one another. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's for sure. I mean, I have no financial benefit from doing this right now, other than company, <laughs> and that's not financial. Yeah, that's the reason that most people do stuff, <laughs> Lucas. No, but I'm saying we could be doing this without microphones, and it would make no difference. To yeah. Me. Yeah. But it we're would, doing it this with microphones. I know. <laughs> that's why we're doing it with microphones. And that's my weakness. I'm, you need the people <laughs> and I need the money. I'm holding a microphone up so and the the downside is my wrist is more tired than if we were just hanging out and mm. the upside <laughs> is John pays his rent. <laughs> but to me, <laughs> you hit me in the balls. With this. You're like I don't want to hold my wrist is tired. Lucas, please. <laughs> please I just hold your wrist this. up a little bit longer, I need buddy. This, man. I fucking need this. Uh, that's so funny um uh but um no so what i was gonna say is there's this service so this is like way beyond raya oh, yeah. is if you're like a very rich man you can have sex with someone for money uh, that, that's for sure um which is also woke i should say sex yeah, work yeah. but you can um <laughs> go in like this you can pay about a hundred twenty five to a hundred thousand dollars a year to be put into a pool of women who are famous or models or whatever, who are part of this program for free, looking for very rich men. Yeah. Um, and you can uh, make a match. Well, I think it's implied, but it's not explicit. Yeah, are they trafficked? Is that what you just so. said? No, yeah. no, they're, they're very well. They're, these are like well-known women. Victoria's Secret models. They join for free. Yeah, but they, they were trafficked want... into Victoria's Secret. <laughs> yeah. When were they trafficked? Every woman hot? who's beautiful is trafficked at some point. <laughs> Which is a problem. We have to fix that. Part of my insecurity. It's like, how come no one's trafficked? <laughs> how come no one's put a pillowcase Where's on my the head? Traffic? And Why are the roads crystal clear? I got for molested me? only like once. What the <laughs> fuck? Were you molested? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um,. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. As probably. a child? I think so, yeah. I think I was. Oh, boy. I don't I'm have sorry. to get into it, but I think so. Do you want to get into it? I mean... Or do you not specifically not want to get into it? I don't specifically not want to. Could we talk about we it? We could talk about it, yeah. What happened? 
well, how do I make this anonymous? Someone in my life who was like also a girl my age was like, oh, this person molested me for many years later. And then looking back, mm-hmm. there were gaps in my memories, weird things happening with that person that I'd never considered before. Um, so I think it happened to me and I don't remember. Suppress the memories. Yeah. But there are certain things that I do remember, I think around it, if that makes sense. Ooh. That never occurred to me until the person who is, is the mine person and around someone the you other know? person. Yeah. And you're, do you want, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So. It was Jamie? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe mm-hmm. it was Jamie. I tried to talk about <laughs> it. I tried to talk about it on stage when it was all happening and it was too. Too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Not man. too hard, like emotionally. Cause it's you can too really hard separate. to get laughs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's too hard to get the audience on board for whatever reason. It's a really taboo thing. No one likes to talk about it or listen. No, I've seen comedians it. try to talk about it with very little success. Yeah, it's like not. Even though I feel like it happened to a lot of us comedians. Yeah, I mean, I've never, to my knowledge, been molested. Well, I was telling Ruby, you know I got roofied, right? Did I tell you that? Yeah, I've been roofied, roofied as well, actually. By gay men? Uh, by s- and I don't that, know who. That'd be funny me. if like a girl roofied you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fuck this guy, <laughs> carrying you out of the bar. I'm gonna fuck this soft. Shit. <laughs> yeah, it's soft. Dude, I got roofied by those t- these two gay Hispanic dudes when I first moved to New York. Really? Yeah, because this guy had a shirt on, and I was like, I was like, he was like a mariachi band shirt, sort of, and like it was like super. You know what um, I, cool shirt. Or I, was he just wearing a normal shirt But you thought he had kind of a mariachi band vibe <laughs> <laughs> no, he Are was, you sure that he had a shirt That was like a mariachi band Or are you, are you He was playing maybe, guitar on a horse Maybe he was, <laughs> wearing, <laughs> maybe he was wearing a white t-shirt He had a donkey And you leash. thought it was mariachi band vibes For a certain reason <laughs> He w- It was a blue Sky blue With cuffs that were f- Sounds like a very normal white person shirt. <laughs> that Sounds this amazing like Mexican gentleman who probably didn't even roofie you was wearing. <laughs> so woke you deny John was roofied. Yes. If you're white, you deserved it. Anyway, what were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how how does this affect your life? It was pretty uh okay, so this guy he I was, he had that shirt on and I was like, That's a cool shirt. Because I was I was doing like my first show in New York. It was at Cellar seventy seven. Okay. It was Sarah's show. And I was, and I got there, and this guy had the shirt on. I was like, "That's a cool shirt." And he's like, "Thanks, you're handsome." And I was like, "Okay, cool." And then, uh, then there was another. He was like, his boyfriend was there, and they were like talking in Spanish. And I don't. Are you know, sure it wasn't just English? But you were looking at the color of their skin <laughs> and assuming it was Spanish. I'm never gonna get through this story, <laughs> am I? <laughs> anyway, they roofied me, fucked me, and now I'm here. No, no, John, <laughs> come on, try again. All right, so try again with the true story. I can't even get the story out. <laughs> you were the one that just turned it. You stopped me twice. Go. So this dirty Spaniard. <laughs> no, these yeah, Okay, so they. Okay, so I. I really want to finish it. So they. They were like talking in Spanish to each other, and uh, and I didn't know what they were saying, but like I was like. You know, when you turn your back away from someone to like whisper to someone in a different language, you know, it's probably about you. So I was like, whatever. And then they went upstairs and then they came down with a drink and they were like, and I was like, thanks. And I drank it. And then I was like, it kind of hit like immediately. 
because I, I didn't drink all day and I took one sip of it and then I was just kind of sitting there and I was like, I think I got roofied. Like, I didn't think I would know right away, but I did. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, kind of like when you take an edible and the moment you take it, even though it doesn't actually hit for an hour, you kind of feel high for a little bit. Like, cause it's, yeah, in your yeah, mouth, yeah. yeah. But okay. this one hit like, like not like maybe 10 minutes after I, I had like three sips of this beer. And then I was just like, huh, I'm getting tired. I'm getting dizzy. And I just told Sarah, I was like, I gotta go. I think I got roofied by this. Too f- <laughs> <laughs> filthy, 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 uh, not Arab. Uh, what else is filthy? <laughs> do we have the apology? I'm trying to do a bit. Loaded? No, when no one laughs at me clearly being racist, Bruh. that's the bra button. Uh, that's, that one also works. But uh, uh, anyway, anyway, those, those two Spanish guys roofed me. I went home and then I had the best sleep of my life. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Joe's sort of on them. Yeah, but jokes on Who them. Got the I, last I, dreamt, laugh. I had a wet dream about girls. <laughs> <laughs> and Straighter were, than ever. Uh, did they try to sort of surround you as you drank the drink, or like, did they? Well, they were like sitting right next to me, and I was like, you know, when you like know someone's looking at you, but you're like trying to like, haha, like laughing yeah. at the mm-hmm. show or whatever. Yeah, I could tell one of them. They were looking at you know how they were looking at me. They were looking at me like they roofied my drink and wanted to see if I was drinking it. <laughs> that's the best Real way I can describe it. Look, yeah, that's I've the been, best uh, way. I can John, that's it. terrifying. Sorry that happened to you. That's yeah, John. well, no, it was it was fun. No, it was fine. Well, it worked out. <laughs> I'm also like I'm glad a, it worked out. I'm glad you weren't butt raped because yeah. I will say, if you had been, it would be sort of a different vibe on the pod right now, and that would be tough for me. <laughs> I'd hate to have to reckon with the realization that you were butt raped. So, uh, thank you for not having been some good. <laughs> I was roofied too, John. Um, really? Yeah. Well, what's your roofie story? I was roofied in Croatia. Don't know. Oh, yikes! Don't know who by. That's racist. But I, w- <laughs> I can't. I can't think as quick as Lucas Jankies. about this. <laughs> I was roofied by one of those dirty Slavic whites. <laughs> Uh, shit you can't even be racist Alex Dragovich yeah I was roofied by Alex <laughs> nice Dragovich Serbian. no but I uh, I was I was with a friend luckily and all of a sudden I mean my whole I blacked out everything yeah. but he was like we'd had like two drinks and on the second drink you were literally folded over my shoulder just like basically passed out and he was like you were like falling like stumbling all over the bar apparently I was like throwing punches at people's faces like <laughs> just all kinds of things but like my eyes were like half closed off of one or two drinks and then um it could just be slavic he, he was like dude like i don't know what's i guess like all of a sudden i just remember snapping out of it and he's like you have been basically unable to hold your body up for the last two hours and oh i felt like God. five minutes had passed so it might not Whoa. have been a roofie but i was drugged someone put a drug in my drink of sorts well what's a roofie I thought that roofie was roofie. I thought roofing was the act of putting a drug in a drink. No, no, no roofie is kind. a drug. It's yeah. Rufalin is the drug. Oh. Yeah. That sounds like a drug that Disney And character. docu-series <laughs> is a documentary. Rufalin is what woke up Snow White. <laughs> John, oh. I was saying that I think the only way to be um, happy is to have kids. Oh yeah. In comedy. Um yeah, I mean I definitely think that's one way to be happy. I think it's a surefire way to be happy. I don't think it's the and only way. And you know why and I think it relates to what you're saying. It I think what it does for people is it makes them 
you're no longer the only person in your world. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't happen when you get a significant other. Not really. Really? Yeah, not really. I mean, it does in that's what i'm looking in for. one way but not in like they, they're not relying on you you know what I mean? should we they're have not, kids you and i yeah not through sexual intercourse through uh oh we're getting a call Sorry, that's, that's not me. my phone should we have kids not through sexual intercourse through i mean if 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 pinko dies or something well why why does pinko have to be involved <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying it's not sexual or romantic well but like have you seen like friends with kids, kids? friends with kids yeah i'd be friends with kids with you actually because i've always said the only way i would have kids is if they had access to some large amount of money boom yeah i'm actually super down we can talk about it okay <laughs> we can talk <laughs> we can talk about it nine what months a little surprise on the pod today big episode <laughs> talk about it in five years have, would you want to bear a child we have ruby jr on the pod yeah probably i'm my my body's like fucked up and like sensitive. So is Lucas's. Oh boy. Well Lucas then I'm not bringing toes. in a, okay. First of all, I have six toes on my right foot, five on my left. I don't have 8 million toes. Well, I don't have but you toes of the population of Manhattan Island. <laughs> I don't trust doctors uh, around all right, women's let's health. Let's not have a kid, Ruby. You've already talked me off the ledge. <laughs> my parents would have been so happy that you're Jewish, even though you look like someone who lives in Portland. I look Jewish. <laughs> no, you don't. I that's a compliment that you don't. I look like Ukrainian Jewish, the way that my whole family. Oh, is. Ukrainian. But you also have a mullet. Yeah. I, I'm a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> a rockin' Jew. I'm a rock, rock the night away. That's, Jewish. That's crazy to me that you guys both got roofied. Because I actually don't think I've. Well, I guess maybe Matt, it happens many to men. more. Well, women are more like on the prowl for like yeah. being like, I don't want to get roofied. Yeah. And they really I was new it. to New York from living with my parents like a month here. Yeah. I also got in a car with a guy just because he was really cool and uh, and nothing happened. He was I was waiting for the bus and this guy pulled up in front of this club and he started playing music and then he looked at me on the bus stop. He was this fat Puerto Rican guy and he was like, and I was like, yeah, I like it. And then I told him to play a song and then he played it. And then he was like, it was like cold. And then he was like, just get in. And then I got in and then we drove to this Puerto Rican food place and he got my food. Wow. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, it was actually That's really, really, really idiotic fun. that you did that, but it's cool that it worked out. I, I think for me getting roofied, it wasn't targeted towards me. I think sometimes in shitty bars in mm. Europe, people will drug drinks that the bartenders or people working at the bar will drug drinks because they hope that if someone gets fucked up, they'll buy more drinks. So the, so I think that's what it was because I know that that's the case in well, certain. You know what gets you? You know what also gets you fucked up that doesn't involve roofing? Just giving them drinks. Yeah. I know, I know, but it makes it happen faster because I was off like one drink, and I guess the logic is like, if I hadn't had a friend there with me, being like, "You're not getting any more drinks," I probably would have done whatever. Like yeah. I would have yeah. been very pliable. Yeah, Gary. I think I'm gonna be done drinking for a while. New Year's, I got I blacked out. Really? Yeah. Well, that's not totally unreasonable on New Year's. Yeah, that but, part it of it. so but it's still just like. I mean, I think I you doing? have a problem, but I do think <laughs> that uh, also it's not unreasonable to get drunk on that night. Yeah, I, I mean, but I'm not gonna like drink quit a little completely. Too much. I don't believe in quit. <laughs> do I? <laughs> yeah, I don't a little really bit. Do- really? Sometimes. Like when I am drinking, I drink too much. Uh huh. Like in that night, like I have more than I should have. Or are you saying like I, think I drink you get like started, frequently? 
like no, throughout the week. Well, because no. I don't really drink that. Any often. No. alcohol is like fucked for your brain. I just think once you get bad. started, any amount of alcohol is bad. I just like it's fun you to sometimes get, keep it rolling I, a little too hard once you get started. Yeah, because I like it's fun if I'm going to drink to get to drunk. get drunk. I totally understand. Yeah, because mm. I don't really like the act of drinking. I, I like the act of doing this. You know, with friends, like talking yeah. to someone. The oral fixation of it all. I had a drink recently no, and it gave not me a oral. panic attack the way that weed always does. Really? Not like full on panic attack, but yeah. I was paranoid and anxious. It was when we went to that show at the gutter bar. You know what's interesting is I find, um, and it, I, I don't know if it, does that give you peace or make you more concerned? But I, f- I feel that sort of anything could kind of trigger a panic attack. Like I used to think it was like weed or because I used to have panic attacks on stage. I, I thought it was... Yeah, I thought it was big rooms, and then all of a sudden I had a panic attack in a tiny room, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool," because <laughs> I was like, it made me feel more comfortable in big rooms, because I was like, "Oh, that's not the trigger. The it's trigger so is me." To be yeah. paranoid and superstitious, especially in stand-up, yeah, about stuff. But you have to remember that you're bringing yourself to all of these situations. You're the common denominator yes. in all your problems. You're the trigger. Yeah, and 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 nothing else. but which is both concerning because it's like well then you're always there so you could always be triggered but then the safe part of it is like maybe it's not like weed that's your thing or yeah. like you know yeah. i don't know every time i smoke weed now or like take an edible i just literally feel like i'm in hell like if I I, especially think, if i do too much yeah a little tiny bit is fine that's you're not- 24 right yeah for some reason and this is totally anecdotal i find a lot of people have a really hard time with weed from like 24 to 26. I also like, and then some people quit around that time and never go back to it. Duncan and some people about, return to it. Something that happens with weed a lot. And Duncan told me it like brings stuff to the surface that maybe you're neglecting in your life. Like if you're not dealing with your shit that you're worried about in your life and then you smoke weed, it's really easy to like, you start at like all that shit that you've been shutting down. You don't have the mental propriety to be able to continue to shut it down. So it all comes to the forefront and it is stuff that you should be taking care of. Like whenever I smoke weed, I'm panicking around something and it usually is something in my life that I've been mm. neglecting, not taking care How of. How old are you? Remind me. 24. 24. I feel that around this age is the first time that the shit that is traumatic or the shit that comes up, like all the bubbling traumas and stuff, it's the first time that you're old enough, old enough to really be it. expected to have to deal with it and no, totally. to be I'm capable of I'm not even talking about, it. yes, but I'm not even talking about trauma. I'm talking about like the stuff you've been neglecting. Like if there's a person in your life who you're having a bad time and you haven't been talking about it, if there's like you haven't been exercising, you're not taking care of your mm-hmm. health, like shit, just like basic shit. Mm-hmm. I get start getting anxious when I smoke weed about that stuff and it lets you know it's actually good for you. It's yeah, but for me, you, sometimes I will have that yeah. and that's good. But then other times I'll just be like sad, useless and sad. Yeah, like this is pointless. You know, you get there. Yeah. <laughs> you ever been there? <laughs> I know you have. You told me you have. Yeah, when you're like, well, this is I. This is a slight change of topic, but because you were just talking about having kids would be the only way to, and talking about it's the only thing that sort of brings you outside of yourself, even more so than a partner. But I think I think that is that's that's one of the main factors that stand up causes stand up to ruin people's lives over time. Mm -hmm. Is a is this sort of you being the center of your own universe? Yes, and. I think the belief 
that if you just like put your head down and keep going, you're going to achieve wild things and then you get to the other side of it. And even if you have or if you haven't, you're a lot older and you're none the happier for any of it. And I think that's been the sort of thing that I'm trying to actively fight against right now is like I've felt things have been going well career wise and it's like when they go well all it's been is like more and more things coming to you they're like okay like you you know you sold this well so okay you're gonna get a weekend at this club and like um you're gonna do this festival and like you can pitch this show now but it's like the the better it's gone the more things you get but it's still all the logic is like okay then put your head down and you do that one and then you'll get the next one and then you'll get the next one and then all of a sudden you pick your head up and like you're older and alone yeah you have to remember to nurture other parts of your life um and i think that and maybe have someone else at least you have a partner even if you don't have i mean yeah but lucas i can't stress this enough having a partner is great and it adds to your life and it or it can be great and add stuff to your life but i don't think it's gonna solve the things that you think it's gonna solve like you still have well to i don't think the partners you go for would solve anything <laughs> <laughs> i think they'll just be dumb as bricks. what are you saying about a reality star with a pussy for a mouth <laughs> For a mouth is horrendous. <laughs> it's really misogynistic and just gross. Um, <laughs> well, no, I'm saying like you want to match someone with your IQ, and that's not a woman or a guy thing. That's just like who you want to be around. It's. You I know mean, what? I'm I'm starting to line up some dates, and I think you'd be really proud of me of people that I am not um, going out with because they're 20 out of 10 on the look scale. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to go they- out with some people that are good looking, mm-hmm. but maybe not a 200 out of 10 um, good looking yeah because they have other shit going on they have too. other yes they have other parts of they're themselves. smarter because and their foreheads are bigger because there's bigger brain <laughs> <laughs> i'm starting to go out with some big forehead queens <laughs> yeah i mean if i could recommend don't go for your type ever really. right you're you're the you're the least qualified to know what is good for you mm. why because I mean, because I mean, this is what I think about. This is the general. This is convoluted. I'm sorry, but my philosophy about life is that we have stupid, outdated monkey brains, and the things that we think we want, that we think are going to bring us happiness, are usually not true because of whatever dysfunction, trauma, whatever, and just being a person, we're ill-equipped, and that, and this, and this is where it gets a little bit spiritual. I do think that the universe has a way of taking care of you and it shows you things and it presents you good things. And if you're so dead set on what you think you need and what you think is the right thing for you, you'll miss out on the thing that would actually be good. Mm. Um, Sounds like Ruby's trying to like date me right now. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the universe sometimes puts exactly what's good for you. I'm talking about my own experience because I dated straight boys for a really long time. Uh, And if I had, if I had thought to myself, I date straight boys, I never would have met the person that I'm with now. And and I don't know if I'll be with the person I'm going to with now forever, but it opened my mind. Tell you one thing. Straight boys is not who you should be with. If you, if you can not, be straight boys it's great with to that, find out that you don't have to be yeah and with that mullet come on <laughs> can we stop with a mullet <laughs> i'm serious okay. no more mullet <laughs> no more mullet riffs mullet riffs are it was, out that was it was like <laughs> <laughs> come on guys just stop. i got it done i'm gonna be thinking it about costs it later. money <laughs> a lot of money yeah, I don't know. I, I, w- I was pretty... When I mean Alamed on that dating app, I was pretty excited about it. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I guess it works out. 
So I, I think your theory's uh, out the window on that one. Well, well I mean, sometimes it works out. Yeah. Sometimes it works mean, out. Maybe Listen, uh, maybe it's just not a hundred percent. I think time. everybody yeah, are, think that they're right. Every, I think yeah. everybody has confirmation bias for the things that they have. Like true. like I, confirmation I just, bias being you sort of look back at the past and you see it as a narrative where all things yes. led to where you are now. The stories we tell and um, it's sort of more random than that. Obviously, no, everyone gets luck in certain to certain degrees yes. from certain places and yeah. everyone gets bad luck to certain degrees from other I places. I do think that generally I can say and it's not confirmation bias, just that if you're too focused on what you think you want, you might... N- not notice the things that you don't know that you need. Yeah. That I think that's wise. Put that on the, Put quote, in the list. quote. Put in, the, in quote. the quote list. Quote list edition. <laughs> do you guys want to do like another 35 minutes and uh, What are we at? We're at 55 right now. And uh we can just do 30 to 35 for Patreon. Yeah, sure. All right. I just got to pee quick. Okay. Let's pu- let's stop it. it. Yeah. All right, yeah. here. Let, let's the, let's get a good ending for it. <laughs> no, just end it. All right, guys. Well, the rest will be on Patreon. Yeah. Uh, just because I have to pee. But this conversation starts to really pick up in a few minutes. <laughs> okay. In a few seconds. <laughs>